Swing low, sweet chariot, coming for to carry me home. Swing low, chariot. I looked over Jordan and what did I see? Coming for to carry me home. Good morning, kids. I've been on a roll lately. I think I've recorded like four in the past three days, so that's good. I uh, couldn't sleep last night. There were multiple children in our bed snoring, so so that was that was um, hard to go to sleep after waking up from that. And yesterday we kind of usually we. Excuse me. Usually we um, spend all day cleaning, which we did not do. We uh, uh, the entrepreneur went off to uh, a friend's gym to learn how to like help out with her gymnastics um, classes. She goes to like toddlers and and young kids, so she had a ball. Absolutely loved it. That was really, it was really nice. It's, um, what else do we do? Then we, like, the kids were on screens all day. You kids loved it. Me and your mom were just exhausted. And, uh, I, I actually, um, took a nap, like, from one thirty to, like, 5. And usually when I take a nap during the day, I feel like your mom's gonna be, like, mad at me. She wasn't. So... And I had no problem falling asleep, so I woke up. Your mom made you guys turkey soup from Thanksgiving, and I'm just walking down the hallway in my office, so that's why there's an echo. Um, and then we uh, watched a documentary called Kiss the Grass, which is about, kind of about climate change. Really, climate change has a lot to do with... Um, Agriculture and not like fossil fuels so much. I'm just filling up my Keurig. So we watched that, and it's about regenerative farming, and that was really interesting. Tall, you you all kept the attention. The king fell asleep. And on, on, we were all on the couch. The king fell asleep. And he stayed asleep like, like three. We left him downstairs on the couch. He was not happy about that. And uh, he came upstairs. I'm like, it's 3 a.m. And he like, comes into bed with me. And I mean, the, your mom is right there too. It's like, we have a king size, a California king. And because we're short, we... We don't use like the long, the elongated version. We turn it on its side pretty much so there's more room for people to sleep. So I, I could outstretch my arm as far as possible. I still won't be able to touch your mom at night. And for some reason, you guys sandwich me. Uh, it's just, it's almost comical if I wasn't losing sleep from it. Hmm. So he goes into bed with me and he says, Dad, why'd you leave me downstairs? I was scared. I felt, oh, I felt so bad. I was like, well, what I didn't want to tell you is I didn't have the energy to just carry you upstairs. And I was afraid that if you woke up, you would have stayed up another couple hours. So let's see. One second. 
So, so I'm up. I took a walk to the beach because there was a tsunami warning yesterday. And we had, we, we didn't have a lot of, uh, we didn't have a lot of, uh, what's it called? Um, waves. They were like, they were like a meter high in a neighboring town called Santa Cruz. The, the docks flooded and a bunch of cars were destroyed, but nothing where we live. Just a little bit higher waves, which really did, didn't do that much. Since we're in the bay, and we're also in a bay of the bay, we're really not off the ocean. As I was walking near the water this morning, I, I really missed... <coughs> excuse me. I really missed Progresso, the place we stayed at in, uh, in the, um, off of the Gulf of Mexico. That was such a beautiful place, just living right off the ocean. Mm. I mean, the ocean was feet away from our, from our place. It was, it was heaven. It was heaven. Yeah. Coffee's almost done. Oh, I have a Mountain Dew in the fridge. Praise God. Praise God for that. Mountain Dew. So. So yeah, I've been really been missing Progresso. And uh, last night I had a very long dream. Like, almost like a prophetic dream. Like, I was about to start teaching, like, second graders. Um, it was, like, my first year teaching. And I was, ex I was like, all excited. I was, like, I couldn't have been happier, you know, have students. And it was just, it was weird how, you know, I, I am not a teacher, by the way. You kids know that. But it just, it seemed almost prophetic. You know, maybe I'll talk about my career in one of these podcasts. Maybe in a few months. But. So now we're on to Joshua, the next leader of the Israelites, a good leader. He ended up being a very good leader. And I, I wanna start I wanna start this podcast with the <coughs> the song with the song ugh. Um Swing Low, Sweet Chariot. Which I'm pretty sure was a a song that the, the slaves sang. It was a very, um, very popular song, I believe, for slaves, um, to sing. Gospel music pretty much came out of slavery. They was, traditionally, they would sing it while they were working. Um, see, the, see, the lyrics are, um, I look over Jordan, what did I see? Coming for to carry me home. A band of angels coming after me, coming for to carry me home. So that's pretty much where we are in the Bible right now. They're they're crossing the Jordan to go to the Promised Land, the land that God promised them, and that song equates the Promised Land to heaven. <clears throat> and so I thought it'd be apt to maybe have like the whole chapter of. Or the whole book of Joshua start off with uh, that song. I don't know. Change it up a little bit. It's a, it's a really great song. Let's see. Let's flip over to Joshua. We read a lot through here. Numbers. 
let's see. Do, do, do. I wonder if I should like give you some notes about the chapters, or, like what who they believe was the actual author. <laughs> Tradition dictates that it was Joshua. I wonder what year it was written. Okay, so the most likely writing period is between 1400 BC to 1385 BC is when it was written. And of course, we'll get, like, at the end, you know, Joshua dies. And he probably didn't write that part, but some scholars believe his, Eliezer, Eliezer, you know, the guy that can't say his name, believe he, he may have finished it, or Phinehas, or even Rahab, or, or maybe one of his uh, assistants. So. so they're about to, I believe they're about to pass over the Jordan, but they're going to talk about Moses' death again and Joshua's commission. So a lot of... Um, a, a lot of ceremony, and ceremony is ceremony is important when it comes to transitioning power. I mean, our our own country every four years transitions power by ceremony and tradition. Actually, we're the only country that's ever transitioned uh, power peacefully after a revolution. No other country's ever done that. Anyways. This is not an American podcast. This is a Christian podcast. So, without further ado, Joshua chapter 1. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise. Go over this Jordan, you and all the people, into the land that I am giving to them, to the people of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon I have given you, just as I promised to Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous, for you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do according to all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. The book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that it may be careful, to, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Ugh, courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And Joshua commanded the officers of the people, Pass through the midst of the camp and command the people, Prepare your provisions, for within three days you are to pass over this Jordan to go in to take possession of the land that the Lord your God is giving to you to possess. Take a sip of this coffee. And to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, Joshua said, Remember the word that Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, saying, The Lord your God is providing you a place 
of rest and will give you this land. Your wives, your little ones, and your livestock shall remain in the land that Moses gave you beyond the Jordan. But all the men of the valor of valor among you shall pass over armed before your brothers and shall help them, until the Lord gives rest to your brothers, as he has get to you. And they also take possession of the land, and the Lord your God is giving them. Then you shall return to the land of your possession and shall possess it, the land that Moses the servant of the Lord gave you beyond the Jordan toward sun, the sunrise. And they answered Joshua, all that you have commanded us, we will do, and wherever you send us, we will go. Just as we obeyed Moses in all things, so we will obey you. Only may the Lord your God be with you, as he was with Moses. Whoever rebels against your commandment and disobeys your words, whatever you command him shall be put to death. Only be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Hang on one second. That was the best coffee. Chapter 2. And Joshua, the son of Nun, sent two men secretly from Shittim as spies, saying, Go, view the land, especially Jericho. And they went and came into the house of a prostitute, whose name was Rahab, and lodged there. And it was told to the king of Jericho, Behold, men of Israel have come here tonight uh, to search out the land. Then the king of Jericho sent to Rahab, saying, Bring out the men who have come to you, who entered your house, for they have come to search all Search out all the land. But the woman had taken the two men and hidden them, and she said, True, the men came to me, but I did not know where they were from. And when the gate was about to be closed at dark, the men went out. I did not know where the men went. Pursue them quickly, or you, for you will overtake them. But she had brought them up to the roof and hid them with the stalks of flax, and she had laid in order uh, that she had laid in order on the roof. So the men pursued after them on the way to the Jordan, as far as the forts. And the gate was shut as soon as the pursuers had gone out. Before the men lay down, she came up to them on the roof and said to the men, I know that the Lord has given you the land and that you fear that the fear of you has fallen upon us and that all the inhabitants of the land melt away before you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea before you when you came out of Egypt and what you did to the two kings of the Amorites who were beyond the Jordan to Sihon and Og whom you devoted to destruction. And as soon as we heard it, our hearts melted, and there is no spirit left in any man because of, of you, for the Lord your God, he is God in the heavens above and the earth beneath. Now then, please swear to me by the Lord that as I have dealt kindly with you, you also will deal kindly with my father's house and give me a sure sign that you will save alive my father and mother, my brothers and sisters, and all who belong to them, and deliver our lives from death. And the men said to her, Our life for yours, even to death. If you do not tell this business of ours, then when the Lord gives us the land, we will deal kindly and faithfully with you. Hang on a second. Then she let them down by a rope through the window, for her house was built into the city wall, so that she lived in the wall. And she said to them, Go into the hills, where the pursuers will encounter you, and hide there three days until the pursuers have returned. Then afterward you may go your way. The men said to her, We will be guiltless with respect to this oath of yours that you made us swear. Behold, when we come into the land, you shall tie the scarlet cord in the window through which you let us down, and you shall gather into your house your father and mother, your brothers, and all your father's household. Then if anyone goes out of the doors of your house in the street, his blood shall be on his own head, and we shall be guiltless. But if a hand is laid on anyone who is with you in the house, 
his blood shall be on our head. But if you tell this business of ours, then we shall be guiltless in respect to your oath you have made us swear. And she said, According to your words, so be it. Then she sent them away, and they departed. And she tied the scarlet cord in the window. They departed and went into the hills and remained there three days until the pursuers returned. And the pursuers searched all along the way and found nothing. Then the two men returned. They came down from the hills and passed over and came to Joshua, the son of Nun. And they told him all that had happened to them. They said to Joshua, Truly the Lord has given all the land into our hands, and also all the inhabitants of the land melt away because of us. So before I go to chapter 3, I just have a funny story. Uh, it's really a story about the Honda Civic we owned. When I was a public defender, I, it's a two-seater car, and your mom was pregnant with our first child, the entrepreneur. And we, as I was driving home one day, towards the end of my time at the public defender's office, I knew I was going to be quitting. Uh, my uh, El Camino, the transmission went out. It's very, very, very expensive it's a very expensive, uh, what's it called, a fix, and I did not have the money. So, I it was towed to something called a park-and-ride. People that commute will park their cars in this parking lot on the understanding that someone's going to pick them up and take them somewhere further. And so it's a free parking. There's a lot of park-and-ride parking lots throughout the whole East Bay area. And so they parked our car next to a dark red Honda Civic with a for sale sign on it. And it was being sold for $1,200. Or was it sixteen? Maybe it was 1600 And so it was there, and we were right in the middle of finishing a refinance on our house. And with refinances, the first month you refinance, once the refinance has gone through, you don't pay anything. And so we had this extra $1,600 to, you know, to, to, you know, to use. And so I contacted the people, we figured it out, and we bought that car. And your mom named it Rahab because it had been used, but it still was very helpful to our family. And actually, that's the car that I decided... Because anyways, later on, we bought a Toyota Corolla like around the same year. It looks exactly the same. Like a late 80s, early 90s. The cars just do not die. And I chose that red car, Rahab, to take the namesake to the hospital when the, when the namesake was being born because he was crowning on the way to the hospital. And I knew that... If we took that car, if there was a mess in the car, it would kind of blend in. So, anyways, so that's the story of why we named our Honda uh, Accord Rahab. And I'll tell you this: that was that was God all the way getting that car. I was so stressed out about buying a car, and your mom is so against financing anything. You know, we've only financed two things in our life: uh, our education and our house. We don't want to finance anything else. All the cars we've ever bought have been bought with cash. You know, it's good advice to you guys, by the way. You know, when you get older, you know, after college, you might get a job working somewhere. Do not just buy a car and have a car payment. We will, and I'll talk to you guys about that later on in life, too. But, you know, buy everything with cash if you can. If you can't afford it, then you can't afford it. So, all right.
Let's see, where are we on time? Night, oh, we got plenty of time. Chapter 3. Then Joshua rose early in the morning, and they set out from Shittim, and they came to the Jordan, he and all the people of Israel, and lodged there before they passed over. At the end of three days, the officers went through the camp and commanded the people, As soon as you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God being carried by the Levitical priests, then you shall set out from your place and follow it. Yet there shall be a distance between you and it about two thousand cubits in length. Do not come near it in order that you may know the way you shall go, for you have not passed this way before. Then Joshua said to the people, Consecrate yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. And Joshua said to the priests, Take up the Ark of the Covenant and pass on before the people. So they took up the Ark of the Covenant and went before the people. The Lord said to Joshua, Today I will begin to exalt you in the sight of all Israel, that they may know that, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. And as for you, command the priests who bear the Ark of the Covenant. When you come to the brink of the waters of the Jordan, you shall stand still in the Jordan. And Joshua said to the people of Israel, Come here and listen to the words of the Lord your God. And Joshua said, Here's how you shall know that the living God is among you, and that he will, without fail, drive out from before you the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Hivites, and the Perizzites, the Girgashites, and the Amorites, and the Jebusites. Behold, the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of all the earth is passing over before you into the Jordan. Now, therefore, take twelve men from the tribes of Israel, each tribe a man, And when the soles of the feet of the priests bear the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth shall rest on the waters of the Jordan. The waters of the Jordan shall be cut off from flowing, and the waters coming down from above shall stand in one heap. So when the people set out from their tents to pass over the Jordan with the priests bearing the ark of the covenant before the people, and as soon as those bearing the ark had come as far as the Jordan, and the feet of the priests bearing the ark were dipped in the brink of the water, now the Jordan overflows all its banks, Throughout the time of the harvest, the waters coming down from above stood and rose up in a heap very far away at Adam, the city, let's see, at Adam, the city that is beside Zarethan, and those flowing down toward the Sea of Arabah, the Salt Sea, were completely cut off, and the people passed over opposite Jericho. Now the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stood firmly on dry ground in the midst of the Jordan, and all Israel was passing over on dry ground until all the nation finished passing over the Jordan. A miniature Red Sea. Just give me a second. I like reading three chapters, but this is kind of a short podcast. I think I'm gonna read four and maybe even five. These are these are pretty short chapters. There's also an article in this. Bible about the people around the promised land. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll, um, I'll read a list of those names at the end. So. Chapter four. When all the nation had finished passing over the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, take 12 men from the people, from each tribe a man, and command them, saying, take 12 stones from here out of the midst of the Jordan, from the very place where the priest's feet stood firmly, and bring them over with you and lay them down in the place where you lodge tonight. Then Joshua called the twelve men from the people of Israel, whom he had appointed, a man from each tribe. And Joshua said to them, Pass on before the ark of the Lord your God into the midst of the Jordan, and take up each of you a stone upon his shoulder, according to the number of the tribes of the people of Israel, that this may be a sign among you. When your children ask in time to come, what do those stones mean to you? Then you shall tell them, 
that the waters of the Jordan were cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. When it passed over the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. So these stones shall be to the people of Israel a memorial forever. And the people of Israel did just as Joshua commanded and took up twelve stones out of the midst of the Jordan, according to the number of the tribes of the people of Israel, just as the Lord told Joshua. And they carried them over with them to the place where they lodged and laid them down there. And Joshua set up twelve stones in the midst of the Jordan, in the place where the feet of the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant had stood, and they are there to this day. For the priests bearing the Ark stood in the midst of the Jordan until everything was finished, that the Lord commanded Joshua to tell the people according to all that Moses commanded Joshua. The people passed over in haste, and when all the people had finished passing over, the Ark of the Lord and the priests passed over before the people. The sons of Reuben and the sons of Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh passed over armed before the people of Israel, and Moses had told as Moses had told them. About 40,000 ready for war passed over before the Lord for battle to the plains of Jericho. On that day, the Lord exalted Joshua in the sight of all Israel, and they stood in awe of him, just as they had stood in awe of Moses all the days of his life. And the Lord said to Joshua, Command the priests bearing the ark of the testimony to come up out of the Jordan. So Joshua commanded the priests, Come up out of the Jordan. When the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord came up from the midst of the Jordan, and the soles of the priests' feet were lifted up on the dry ground, the waters of the Jordan returned to their place and overflowed all its banks as before. The people came up out of the Jordan on the tenth day of the first month, and they encamped at Gilgal, on the east border of Jericho. And those twelve stones which they took out of the Jordan, Joshua set up at Gilgal. And he said to the people of Israel, When your children ask their fathers in times to come, What do these stones mean? Then you shall let your children know, Israel passed over this Jordan on dry ground. For the Lord your God dried up the waters of the Jordan for you until you passed over, as the Lord your God did to the Red Sea, which he dried up for us until we passed over, so that all the peoples of the earth may know that the hand of the Lord is mighty, that you may fear the Lord your God forever. So I think... A good time to stop. A lot of things going on here. Let's see. Where's the? There we go. Um, so I'm going to read off the names of the people around the Promised Land. That'll be the end of that. But it's just a list. I'm not going to go too much detail. Uh, we have the Amalekites, the Ammonites, the Amorites, Canaanites, Edomites. Jebelites, Geshurites, Gibeonites, Girgashites, Gerzites, Hittites, Hivites, Horites, Jebusites, Kenites, Moabites, and the Perizzites. And uh, it's a long article about who they were. I'm not going to read that. But uh, I think that's enough of Joshua for at least this morning. And... uh, it's Sunday morning. We're not going to go to actually church today because we were exposed, even though we're fine. There's no symptoms, and we're all, actually, we're all va- vaccinated. But, but anyways, <clears throat> let's see where we are. Uh, I'm at the office right now. I'm going to have to walk home. I walked all around. I was supposed to go to, I was going to go to Starbucks at 5 a.m., but... Evidently, they changed their hours, and they did not update update that online. So, let's see here. I love you kids a lot. Hopefully, when I get home, you guys will still be asleep.
that would be nice, you know. I love, I love seeing you guys sleeping. It's really cute. It's really adorable. Hopefully we have a nice day, and I cherish the time I have with you kids. You know, I'm, I'm going to miss you guys growing up. It's already awful. My, the entrepreneur was scared last night, and I laid in her bed for a little bit, and she fell right to sleep. And that was such a huge compliment that she just so, she's so at home with me. Really, I mean, I love you all equally and in a way differently for many reasons, but the love is, the, the amount is the same. I just, I love having a daughter. I love it. And I love having sons. So hopefully you guys are are really close to each other and celebrate when you need to celebrate and mourn when you need to mourn <clears throat> and our shoulders to cry on if, if need be. So, so I love you and I'm proud of you and in everything you do, always do it for the kingdom and the king. Great.